Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. Now, in our 16th season, with over 500 episodes in 17 countries, we are Radio Strong. Now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey everybody, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Robin Boyd and we're going to talk about crafting with your kids. And I think it's interesting, Rob, that crafting with our kids can be grandparents crafting with kids, it can be parents crafting with kids, mm-hmm. and it can be babysitters or caregivers crafting mm-hmm. with kids. And, you know, in doing the research for today's show, I had no idea how important crafting is as part of a child's development, not just kindergarten, but all the way up to high school. You got it. Absolutely. And I think too, especially in this digital age, you have to remember that all of a sudden that conversational piece one-on-one or even in a small group has somewhat severed because kids don't have that conversational um, opportunity like they did in years past. Uh, I think having an opportunity to do a craft with their hands, it's not digital. Having that opportunity to talk while you're doing it is so important. Um, one of the things that I found was important for, for me was when my kids were very little, I would talk as I would go. If I was cooking dinner, I'd say, I need a cup of, of rice and uh, two cups of water. Or And then as they got older, they helped me with that so that that was be- uh, beginning uh, of them understanding the concept of creating. And, and I think the pride that kids have after they have completed something, whether it's that very simple Lego uh, item or whether it is the huge project that took them two weeks to complete, that's the sense of pride that kids need to feel so that they know they have that ability to conquer something in their future that they set a goal for. So yeah, definitely builds resilience, you know, especially Mm -hmm. if you've got a kid that's good at everything and then you give them a craft and they're not good at it. Like I had trouble coloring in the lines. What a shock. You know, I had trouble with clay. You know, I don't think I had really good fine motor skills, you know, as a general rule, but I could Mm -hmm. do math, science and history. So I would always avoid like art classes or any art things. And, you know, in building resilient kids, we have to have them do things that are hard, but doing a craft that you're not good at is a lot less kind of psychologically damaging than like a parent putting a kid in baseball and they just can't hit the ball. You know what I mean? Like right. crafting is private. It's more, you know, and it goes back to like the handprint turkeys you make in kindergarten up to, sure. you know, beautiful things that you sew or paint or draw, mm-hmm. you know, as you get older. And I think developing crafts as a young person goes a long way to developing hobbies that can be de-stressing as an adult. Absolutely. How many adults have coloring books now? I mean, I love those. (laughs) My husband even has one. My husband was a medic in the service. And what did he find for a coloring book? It's a, you know, an anatomy and physiology coloring book. (laughs) Right. I mean, we found the fortune color. 
the I think so many times people think of arts and crafts as being those, you know, the paper chains that you put on a Christmas tree or something. I think people forget that crafting can be something a lot more complex. It could be building a clock. It could be uh, built fixing the car carburetor or whatever, or or understanding how to change oil. I think extending that craft, depending on your child's interest and age, um, into something that is literally just doing something new with your hands uh, is, is extremely valuable. And there again, that sense of goal, setting a goal, and that sense of pride in completing it. Once a kid understands they can reach a goal and complete it, I, th this is something I do in my day-to-day -day work anyway, is, is getting children to feel that sense of accomplishment, but that sense of self-worth and self-value, um, that they can set a goal, they do find the way to get there, and they accomplish it. So, so important. Right. Well, and that encourages critical thinking. You know, you have Absolutely. to make decisions on things and you have to learn like, you know, like there's a process to things, you know, you yeah. can't just sew two pieces of fabric together, you know, do yeah. you need to pin them together? You know, you know, going back yeah. to all sorts of different types of crafts, but I also think it can help a kid discover something they're good at that they would never realize elsewhere. You know, I came from exactly. a family of engineers. So there was a lot of drafting. There was a lot of drawing, a lot of fine, you know, motor skills. And I come in and I can barely, you know, hold a crayon or a marker. And when I went to take some of these crafting projects as part of my school, I discovered sculpting, you know, with clay and I made little clay animals and I made a clay farmer that, you know, won a, I don't know, a, a, a town award or whatever it was. Yeah. But now, like I made my own little little clay nativity set because I have all these cool clays that you don't have to fire and you can paint them, you know, but who would think I would be able to do that? Like you don't know until you try. And when you craft something and it doesn't come out the way you want, you have to think about like, do I want to work hard and make the skill better? Or is this just not something for me? And I think that crafting can help you learn more about yourself. Mm -hmm. It's also an opportunity for conversation when you are doing something with your child. If you were to sit down and say, what's bothering you? And you get the, the shrug. Yeah, I don't know. No. They just give you that shrug. Or what did you do today? I don't know. Not much. You know, those are the direct questions that they're not going to answer. But once you, you've engaged them in something, in something that is uh, creative that you are sharing, somehow that brings out the conversations that you weren't expecting and they'll ask you a question and you can ask them a question and that conversation begins uh and i I've, I've always found that that's just such an opportune time to um have some some great conversations with your kid well especially if your kids are stressed or under pressure or something's going on, you know, it's a proven yeah. fact that giving kids something to do, whether it's even playing a video game or, or mm -hmm. drawing or sculpting or crafting or shopping, you know, looking at things, it reduces that friction of parent to child or caregiver to child intensity of talking about feelings. When you can focus mm -hmm. on something else like a craft, then you can have a dialogue with your kid or your partner 
partner, your spouse, you can have a better dialogue because you don't have that face-to-face intensity of talking about a problem. Mm -hmm. And that's just one of the ways that crafting benefits kids of all ages. And, you know, Rob, now is a really great time to thank our sponsor because without sponsors like KiwiCo, Military Mom Talk Radio wouldn't be on the air for over... 14 years uh, we've been serving the military family. And, you know, I want to thank KiwiCo. Now, KiwiCo is spelled K-I-W-I-C-O. And they redefine learning with play. And you can explore hands-on products and projects that build creative confidence and problem solving by just going to KiwiCo. And you can get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at KiwiCo dot com slash military mom that's 50 percent off your first month at k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash military mom now rob we got some projects to do with our kids that yes. are so super cool i'm going to let you take the mic right now and talk about your project and what you loved about it this particular one i i just absolutely love because in talking about cooking with your kids this particular one is the science of cooking and you end up making ice cream. And not only do you get a little um, a cookbook, but you're getting descriptions all along the way of why it's doing what it's doing. What is the purpose of the salt around the around the receptacle and what it what happens when something gets cold and how does the cream ch- turn to a solid fascinating and then there's a little lab book that goes with it there was a a, a con- larger container that obviously you're going to make the ice cream in and a little or container that's going to be your packaging so you even get a little element of marketing involved in it one of the things that i just love about kiwi co and i have worked with them in the past um is the diversity not only of topics, but of ages. So you can definitely uh, tailor your subscription to your child's interest, but also your child's age and ability. Uh, And I think that that's so key, so, so important. Well, yeah, I mean, you can cover anything from science, the science of magic to engineering a domino machine. And you know, it helps you explore new worlds. And I, I just love their attention to detail because, Rob, I am not one who reads instructions, I'll be honest. And the first <laughs> thing I did when I was doing this, this project with my kids was I'm like, okay, let's just throw all this stuff out. And they're like, mom, read the instruction book. I'm like, I don't want to read the instruction book. But then in the instruction book, it had a little app where you can put your phone on and it connected to a YouTube video. So it yeah. walked us through the whole project. So we didn't have that mystery of like going, oh my gosh, like we missed step three. And I think yes. that's really important because some of these crates we've done, we've done the the domino machine, we've done the kinetic light up speaker and the bottle rocket. You know, these are all different kind of skill sets and I don't have skill sets in these areas. <laughs> So to be able to watch the video and you could just put your phone on it right there, you know, in the directions. And all of a sudden you get this nice little video. 
that was great because you don't want to cultivate your child's natural creativity and get like stressed out through the gills at the same time. <laughs> you want it to be joyful. Yes. Right. We want it to be joyful for everybody so that there's like pride and accomplishment at the end of these KiwiCo projects that spark mm -hmm. creative confidence and, you know, get your kids tinkering, get them experimenting and not again, like causing you to go bananas trying to figure out these instructions. So thank you, KiwiCo, for making it possible for those of us that may or may not read instructions. So I want you guys to redefine learning with play. And I want you to explore hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line at KiwiCo.com slash military mom. That's KiwiCo.com slash military mom. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo. K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash military mom. Booyah. We got it right. You guys need to go to KiwiCo. Check it out. These are cool crafts and everything comes in the box. They ship it to you or you open it up and it's all right there. You don't have to do anything but enjoy with your kids. You don't even have to read the directions because it's a video. <laughs> <laughs> the kids usually are the ones who'll figure it out. But this is what's exciting too is when kids get stuff in the mail. They yes. love getting stuff in the mail. And especially as I being a grandparent age, I love being able to send this because then this is something that we've actually been able to do online. They nice. will get the crate and we have the copy of it or whatever from our side. And we can do this through Zoom with, with our little ones, our, our grand little ones. So it's uh, a perfect thing for uh, networking, no matter whether you're side by side or uh, across the country. It's a wonderful way of reconnecting with those kids. Yeah, they're fun. Like they're fun things. So we are talking today for the military family of how crafting benefits kids of all ages. And, you know, Rob, when I looked up crafting for, you know, like tweens and teens, mm -hmm. I'm like, I had no idea how much it supports self-esteem because kids can mm -hmm. look at that and go, you know what? I made that. Like I was part mm -hmm. of that. And that it really develops patience. And that's one of the things our tweens and teens need today because everything is digital. You know, mm -hmm. you, you snap, you text, Amazon comes the next day, pizza in 30 minutes. Like, where do you develop patience? Like, I know it sounds really funny, but watching paint dry, like when you paint something, you know, like the little cars, you know, for Boy Scouts, sure. You, paint, sure. you have to be patient. You can't do anything. <laughs> sorry yeah until the paint dries right it, absolutely I think too what's uh, kind of neat is kids do develop an interest I think but they're also learning a step toward perhaps entrepreneurship we have uh, had some kids who decided that they wanted to make soap, went a step further and started selling their soap. We had, especially the tweens and teen girls, so into the lip balms and the and the um, lotion bars, so into those. Well, guess what? Those were all of a sudden on their little, they set up a little Etsy page with their parent, obviously, and were able to do that. I think having that... Um, entrepreneurial element, if you will, if, if, if a little one wants to make barrettes, 
and then realize I can have a business. I had a little one um, actually who made potholders and she actually sold potholders. <laughs> and that these are the these are the beginning business strategies that kids don't realize that they're learning, but they are. And they're developing a product. They're they're understanding the manufacturing of it. And who knows, perhaps they will be entrepreneurs at some point in time. But that whole process, I think, is is a, it's beautiful. It's like a gem. Well, yeah, because somebody can decide whether, you know, not everybody's going to be an entrepreneur. You know, somebody mm -hmm. might be, you know, in a in a job that that they're not in leadership, you know, that they want to right. do things and they want to go home at the end of the day. You know, you learn so much about yourself doing crafts because do you have a creative mindset? Some kids are more yeah. creative than others. Some are more patient than others. Some read directions, some don't, <laughs> you know, it takes all kinds, but you know, that's, you know, and it, and it validates who you are as you are. I think so. When you were saying that, that was, I was a commercial art major in, in school. I decided not to pursue commercial art because all of a sudden it dawned on me that the one thing that I love for relaxation all of a sudden became the stressful demand of my day to day. And what else did I have to go home to? I'd have to find something else that I absolutely loved. But uh, so I took a turn and I, that was midway through college, had to decide on, you know, how was I going to do that? And I think having the opportunity to experience things in different ways from different people. I love the fact that maybe you do something with a, a scout leader, maybe with a grandma, maybe with the aunt who you only see twice a year. Um, those are the kinds of things. Maybe that aunt knows how to tat and you've never tatted before and you want to learn how to tat. I don't you even know, know what that is. Tatting is like a crochet, but it's very tiny. So when you used to see those lace doilies, that's tatting and it's <laughs> so I'm like the lost art. <laughs> you're going to give somebody a tattoo. Like I'm thinking, wow, yeah, like that's some are, aunt that's going to come. There we are, the generational gap there. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That's that funny. lace tatting. Yes. But yeah, tatting in my world is a whole yeah. different, different thing. It's but they, both, in, they both contain needles. It just one has thread and one has ink. <laughs> But I think, you know, when, you know, you talk about crafting some, some crafts are, are separate, like they're, they're single, they're solo practices. And then there are other crafts that require, you know, kind of you to work with people or, you know, like I think of like making a quilt, you know, like quilting, like a lot of times people got together, remember, made quilts together. I know mm -hmm. there's scrapbooking parties that a lot of the moms go to. I don't go, I glue my fingers together. I don't have the patience. I don't like to cut things and I don't find it relaxing to glue things down permanently. I need them to peel up and move and change my mind. <laughs> um, I also recognize that I'm really not good at sitting there with other people and talking about nothing mm -hmm. like that's a skill small talk and I'm not good at group crafts I'll be honest I'm just not and but I'm good with computers and I think one of the things that crafting taught me was you probably shouldn't be around other people on a regular <laughs> basis and maybe technology is the place for you 
And it's true. I think you do realize when you've tried something, all of a sudden, I, I, I'm i not getting the pleasure out of this. Somebody could be saying, I absolutely am just loving this stained glass, cla glass class that I just took. My mom loved it. I wasn't so much into the stained glass, but I absolutely loved pottery. And I, I totally took as many courses at that time as I could. So because there was just something with the clay spinning, uh, throwing something on the wheel and, and spinning, it just, it, there, that was so soothing to me. Wow. And I found it completely bananas. I got car sick, like sitting on the pottery wheel. Like I'd look down and I'd watch it spin and go, oh my God. I'm gonna throw oh it. my gosh. Like, yeah, if you hand oh. me a lump of clay, I'll, I'll return it in a form of a little dog. You know, talk about ghost, you know, that scene in ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was horrible. Just horrible. I, I just love that sensation of having my hands in that clay and it is so soothing to me. But there again, Finding something, and I think one of the gems to do, especially in our busy, busy lives um, and with summer coming up, finding the time, if you have a day that you have a loose day, find something that the kids are interested in and play. And it, it may seem funny to stop what you're doing to play with the kids, but having the opportunity and maybe all you are going to do is make ice cream or make uh, brownies or something, but maybe it would be making something uh, you, maybe you went on a hike and when you got home, you're going to collect all the little things along the way, the leaves and the nuts and the little pretty rocks and, and the bark that had fallen down and create a little collage and put that in a frame. They're going to remember that wonderful day that they had one-on-one -on -one with you. Right, right. And, you know, I think it's important that um, with parents being busy today, and I know I'm really busy, and the idea of me putting a craft together, like, not going to happen. You know, <laughs> so I'm really happy. But there again, the word craft is what is your barrier. And if you call it something else, like, it's a hike in the woods and you're going to collect the pieces of your day is still a craft, but you don't have to think of it as a craft. Yeah, I know. You always see the bright side of things. And I, <laughs> I look at this going like, I'm just so glad that there's companies out there that make kits. Like I'm a kit person. I don't have a lot of craft stuff around the house. So, you know, mm -hmm. I might have tape. And if I'm lucky, I have double-sided tape and glue. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these kits, like you can buy them online, like the KiwiCo is our sponsor today, but also going on Amazon and looking up for kits. I'm a big kit buyer because you don't have to do anything. It's all there. And if you're not living somewhere like near a Walmart or a Rite Aid, something where right. you, or Michael's, you know, where you can pick this stuff up, it's really hard to do a craft in some of the rural areas that we live. Exactly. Or you've just moved to that area and you haven't found your way around yet. And your kids are antsy because they're in a new place too. Um, having these kind of tucked away is really really pretty cool. I think one of the things before a move that is kind of cool to do is to have a couple of little things, whether it's a box of uh, maybe a jigsaw puzzle, maybe it's a Jenga set, maybe it's a 
a kiwi crate that you got that you tucked aside that you haven't given to them yet so that when you do move and you settle and the kids are going bananas that's when you pull those couple of things out and you can do it with them it helps settle them they're getting used to a new place and they're doing something very new um in their very new environment right not doing what my kids which just got on their phone and talked to their old friends and then come in and cry because they miss everybody yeah. like you know there's some you know well, obviously depending on the age of right course. Yeah. yeah right no but i mean yeah. but it's one of those things where you know i think crafting can help you also diffuse emotion not mm -hmm. only one-to-one -one, but with yourself i know I use those coloring books and I don't like the coloring books that are too juvenile because there's too much to color or that are too intricate, like those mandala or mandala, yeah. whatever that thing is. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you know, I guess like the, or like the anatomy and physiology one. Do you want to color intestines? <laughs> yeah, I would color intestines, but I don't think I want to want to color skin cells. Like, you know, but but the you know, the whole point is is that you're not looking at a screen. You're not necessarily yeah. like for you, you might want to talk to people when I craft, don't bother me. Like yeah. I'm in, I'm in my mode. Like don't, my stickers are a certain place. My, cause I, my crafting is my planners. Yeah. You know, I have, yeah. I have colored, you know, different markers for different meetings and my planner book. And, you know, yeah. I do have a digital calendar online, but when I'm planning, when I'm actually thinking about things, I like to plan on paper and that's yes. for stickers and post-its. So, you know, you can be crafty. Yes. Crafty doesn't mean making a quilt or, you yes. know, knitting a blanket, you know, you know, and I really like those planner crafts on YouTube. I love at night. I have no talent. But I will sit there and marvel at these bullet journalers that make the most beautiful journals. Yes. Yes. Or the ones who do such beautiful calligraphy, just, just do it. Yeah. And then it, it could just be home sweet home. And it's all of a sudden it's a wall hanging. And I, I years ago had a hand, but not anymore because you, you know, you do, you, if you're not using it, you lose it. But, but yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying and see you're crafty in that regard because you created something joyful for you to look at that normally would be dreary to say, Oh, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. Well, and and stressful. This. Like it brings it's my stressful. stress level down. Like when I take yeah. out, you know, four different post-its, you know, my green, my pink, my yellow and my orange, I'm looking right over in there. And I have like a little, you know, clear crafty cabinet for them, you know, like yeah. old jewelry, but it holds my planning supplies. And, nice. you know, when I sit down and I have pretty colors and I highlight things and I might put a sticker on it all of a sudden I can I can calm down enough to actually make a functional decision on what's best for my company my family you know my project whatever I'm working on it is very relaxing and thus when you're starting to do those kinds of things with your kids you're teaching them that process right from the get-go so that's giving them that outlet that's giving them that de-stressing um, tool that they will be able to turn to in one way, shape, or form as they grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Rob, I want to uh, wrap up today's show. I think we really, uh, you know, just to wrap it up, you know, if you've got preschoolers doing crafts, those crafts can help define their motor skills. They can boost counting and pattern recognition. It can teach shapes and colors. At the elementary school age, it 
encourages critical thinking, builds resilience and supports reluctant readers and people who don't follow instructions. And then for tweens and teens, crafting supports self-esteem and encourages a creative mindset and it develops patience. So we want to thank Scholastic for this wonderful article that that spawned the topic for today's show. We want to thank KiwiCo, K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash military mom. Check it out. You'll be glad you'll, you did. We'll be back again with another great episode soon. Thanks for tuning in to Military Mom Talk Radio. Want more information? Check us out at militarymomtalkradio.com or find us on iTunes for more than 500 free episodes. Drop us an email or find us on Facebook. We are looking forward to another great discussion. We hope you'll join us on Military Mom Talk Radio.